Welcome to First Words, a podcast presented by the First United Methodist Church of Florence. Today's message is brought to you by Senior Pastor Reverend Dale Cohen. Hello and welcome to today's version of First Words podcast from First United Methodist Church in Florence, Alabama. I'm Dale Cohen, Senior Pastor. I'm starting a new series this week called Following Jesus, and today I'm going to be talking about taking the first step. Now, in our worship services in the sanctuary, we're going to be taking communion, and so I'll reference Holy Communion at the end of the message. And if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out. I'd love to talk with you about what Holy Communion is and and how it's significant with the message today. Our scripture reading comes from Luke's gospel, the fifth chapter. I'll be reading verses 1 through 11. Here now as I share God's word. Once, while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, also known as the Sea of Galilee, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, also known as Simon Peter, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets." When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish they had taken And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Sir Francis Drake was an English explorer and sea captain best known for his expedition to circumnavigate the world from 1577 to 1580 A.D. When attempting to recruit men for his mission, Drake first told them that if they signed on to his crew, they would see some of the most exotic places and stunning scenery they could ever behold. He promised them sandy beaches, tropical fruits, native peoples, priceless treasure, and gorgeous landscapes. Yet, no one signed on for the voyage. The next day, Drake approached another group of potential crew members and said anyone who joined his expedition would encounter terrifying storms and forceful winds that would blow them off course. Fresh water would be in short supply, and they needed to prepare to experience thirst that would leave their bodies screaming for even one drop of water. Danger would be their constant companion as they encountered unfriendly tribes along the way who would try to kill them. Drake concluded by declaring that if they could handle these challenges, 
the experience of having endured the expedition would exceed their wildest dreams. The entire group enlisted with Sir Francis Drake that day. What made the difference? Was the second group more adventurous? It wasn't the men who changed, though. It was the message. The first day, Drake spoke of the rewards. The second day, he issued a challenge. The first day, he offered the men comfort. The second day, he promised them suffering. The first day, he tempted them with rewards. The second day, he enticed them with an opportunity to test their strength. He offered them an adventure. The Bible is full of stories of people called to adventures with God. God called Abraham to establish a tribe of people in a new land. God called Moses to lead God's people out of bondage in Egypt. God called Esther to defend the Jewish nation. God called David to be a warrior and a king. God called Mary to be the mother of the Messiah. God called Paul to be a revolutionary of the Christian movement. And God called Lydia to work alongside Paul in spreading the gospel. Today's gospel lesson is another example of God calling people to an adventure. It was just after dawn when Jesus spoke to the crowds assembled on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Because many people were pressing in on him, Jesus boarded Simon Peter's boat and asked him to push off a little from the shore. From there, He taught the people about a more meaningful life found only in a relationship with his loving Father. Then we read, When Jesus finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. It was then that Simon Peter recognized that he was in the presence of someone special. Jesus was no ordinary man. And so this comes to what I want to call the first element of God's call, and that is that it's a holy encounter. God's call will always come to us through a holy encounter with him. Simon Peter realized he was in God's presence because the miraculous catch was proof. However, this wasn't Simon Peter's first encounter with Jesus. We read these words just one chapter before in Luke 4. After leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered Simon Peter's house. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus about her. Jesus stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. Immediately, she got up and began to serve them. Simon Peter witnessed this. He witnessed his mother-in-law's healing. So why didn't he immediately follow Jesus then? Well, I guess Simon wasn't ready yet, and he could still resist Jesus' call. So Jesus beat him at his own game. Simon was a professional fisherman who thought he knew everything about fishing, But in a matter of minutes, Jesus outperformed Simon Peter's best day of fishing ever. Simon Peter could resist Jesus no more. And so Luke records, 
when Simon Peter saw the miraculous catch, he fell at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When Simon Peter, James, and John brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed Jesus. Simon Peter was overwhelmed with this holy encounter that he had with Jesus, but it led to his willingness to submit to following him. Maybe you've had some, something similar happen to you and, and you didn't know what to do. When I have one of those holy encounters, I revisit that experience with a sense of wonder, with an open heart and mind asking God, what am I to take from this experience? Is there something specific you want me to do? And then, this is really important, I listen for God to say something that resonates deep in my soul and excites me for the adventure ahead. And this is the second element of God's call, and that is that God asks us to participate in a compelling mission. Now, God doesn't call us to busy work. God's goal isn't just to keep us occupied. God's call will always help us make a difference, not only in our lives, but in the lives of others. Again, in Luke, we read, Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. Translating from Greek, which is the dominant language of the original New Testament, into English isn't always clear-cut. This passage exemplifies how difficult it can be because the Greek says, from now on, you will catch people alive. Now, I, I think Jesus was saying he wanted Simon Peter to move from catching fish that would die so we can eat them and then move to catching people who are dead in sin, drudgery, and monotony and bringing them to new life. This assignment for Peter is no ordinary calling. It's true, God calls each of us to follow him. But also understand, he may not call us to be evangelists like he did Simon Peter. He may call us to be teachers, prophets, leaders, nurturers, servants, creatives, administrators, or organizers. Whatever God calls us to do, it will be an adventure for us that maybe we're not sure we're up to doing but it's compelling enough, we'll give it a try. Well, this leads us then to the third element of God's call is that we can trust the one who calls. As it turns out, the greatest danger the sailors who joined Sir Francis Drake encountered on their journey wasn't the rough seas, the lack of fresh water, or the unfriendly natives. The greatest danger was Sir Francis Drake himself. He was a brutal, paranoid and murderous soul who executed his co-commander and massacred hundreds of innocent people as he plundered ports worldwide. He was a self-serving, egotistical sociopath who couldn't be trusted. When Jesus calls us, we can trust in who he, uh, who he is. We can completely trust his goodness. Let's look at that passage again. But when Simon Peter saw the miraculous catch, he fell at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. 
Then Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. It's as if Jesus was saying, Peter, don't be afraid. You can trust me in my goodness. And wherever I send you, you won't go alone because I'll go with you. This is one of the distinguishing characteristics about our God that sets him apart from practically every other God of every other religion. And it's this, that our God sacrifices for us. In almost any other faith, people must sacrifice for their gods. In Christianity, however, God is the one who gave his son so that we might have eternal life. Our God is trustworthy. In John's gospel, we read, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. When we celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion, it's our way of remembering who our God is, a God who sacrifices for us and who is willing to go to any lengths to show us his love for us. Our God is worthy of our trust, and our God is worthy to follow. And so take the first step. Look for those holy encounters where God may be reaching out to you. Then listen for what God's call is in this moment, and then trust that whatever he calls you to do, that he'll go with you, and he'll be with you all the way. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm so glad you joined us today for First Words, and I hope you'll join us again next week. In the meantime, if there's anything that we can do for you, by all means, please reach out because we'd love to hear from you. Take care. Thank you for listening to First Words. For more information about our services or how to get involved in our community, visit us at fumcflorence.org or facebook.com slash florencefumc.